Welcome to another episode of the STG podcast, when we speak about science, technology, gaming, and mostly other stuff. Uh, today, I'm here with Johanna. And hello, we were, hello. Hello. We were thinking about discussing a little bit uh, about electric cars, something like that. It's a kind of a topic that we were wanted to discuss for a while. Uh, electric cars, like... Uh, by themselves and also what kind of what is the best way to power them so there is this kind of a battery versus hydrogen discussion that has been going on quite some time and still it has not yet been decided what is going to be the main way of powering electric cars and all this kind of you know infrastructure that are needed and why one is better than the other so we don't really have ourselves so much investment in the topic because, well, we, both of us, we don't drive very much. Yeah. We don't own a car. So it's yeah. more of a, yeah, the technological discussion and what do we think about the topics? Because yeah. there, is, there is always some, a lot of uh, advertisement speech around this kind of, uh, renewable energies and this green cars and all this kind of hey we don't want to use fossil fuels for anything we just want to move to this beautiful world where nobody pollutes ever but it's not just the fuel is not the only part of the equation in a way yeah yeah uh, yes <laughs> yeah there's it, not too much to do I mean that's that's how it is. So yeah. uh, first of all, it's the, something that being in Finland, there is kind of a a little bit different situation in the Nordics, I would say, compared to other parts of the world. First of all, I say it all the time: the Nordics are always trying to be the coolest and do all the, these cool things and be all re renewable not have any more gasoline-powered cars and all this like really, really cool stuff that they are good for advertisement because it's like, hey, look, if this country can do it, why all the other cannot do it? Yeah. But then you think about the, all the Nordic combined is less than 30 million people. Yeah, that's true as well. Much less is like... I, I think who you include, but let's say 30, 30 million with all Denmark, Norway, Sweden, Finland, and Iceland. Okay, they don't really count. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's a good example, but it's not really something that, hey, if the Nordic can do it, China can do it. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, um, I, I guess sort of the what you're trying to get at is, is that Nordic countries work quite well as these test laboratories for these things or at least that's the uh, image that uh i don't know who who are the people who are uh responsible for the image of finland you know marketing finland to the world i don't know who who are those people who decide yeah. what finland is and isn't but but i mean at least those people want to show that you know finland is one of those countries where we uh go towards sustainability and and, and so on whether or not it, it's actually true but I guess it's partly true as well. And it's, of course, it's good that, I mean, everybody should do that. 
but is there like a good uh, facade kind of of the things because it's easier to do things in a country where that is much smaller with a small population that needs also the scale of the energy needed is completely different. If you want to change all the cars, they are few million cars. If you want to change uh, all the electricity to get rid of all the fossil fuel, it's few terawatts. So it's yeah. it's that completely different scale compared to two thousand power plants or fifty. Yeah, I also think there's a there's sort of a hidden factor or or a couple of hidden factors which are uh one thing is that finland doesn't have any automobile or or any other sort of big industry so you know germany produces lots of cars so does the united states and then many other nations they produce especially lots of these uh you know cars of the current technology so so you know diesel cars and, and gasoline cars yeah and and these industries have fuck loads of money and they spend probably quite a large sum of that money um as, as lobbyists uh so that's the politicians don't do don't make that kind of decisions that would actually you know encourage people to actually buy electric cars or or whatever you know change to electric charges and and sort of the thing in many nordic countries uh is that we have quite a lot of uh high tech you know uh re- high tech research so so different kind of research which which goes to actually making these kind of uh batteries or this kind of new energy sources and whatever wh- whatever you want uh so i get that, i guess in that sense there's actually a big pressure in these kind of countries which have this kind of uh, industry to you know make the change so that we can make money out of the you know the new thing and so on yeah and all of this it's uh, it's not only a technology point because it yeah. is a technology problem in the sense that you want the n- new technology to be better than the old ones of course you want the electric cars any type of electric cars to be better than uh, let's say the how it's called the combustion engine car yeah but that is not always the case that is the point it's just there is a lot of saying that hey electric is better because pollutes less but that is not true 100% just by itself if you take an electric engine and a combustion engine the electric engine of course it doesn't pollute anything it just it gets electricity that is directly converted to motion so it's absolutely no pollution beside the I mean depending how you power the, the electricity so if you uh, burn uh, coal to produce electricity you are polluting the efficiency yeah. is going to be higher because uh, in a big power plant the efficiency is really high so you yeah. get almost everything that you can from the fuel but you are still polluting so an electric car it's not true that it doesn't pollute it's not zero emission it's zero emission from the car that doesn't mean that it is not polluting indirectly. Yeah. So this is one point that it's really important when I speak about this because it's 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 putting the two technology into uneven places. So yeah, that that is the first thing. It's like we need to consider not only the how much the car pollutes or consume 
and but how much it's needed to make the car and how much is needed to move the car yeah um i think this is actually might be a pretty interesting problem to model by a very simple um computer model where you you know let's say you have a you have a parameter of, of you have n cars so you can decide how many cars you want and then you can decide uh on average how much does one car pollute uh and then you decide on average how much uh pollution does it sort of cost to uh build these cars and then you decide how much uh, pollution it, it causes to um create the energy needed for for the electric cars and then just put a bunch of those uh, cars into you know have a lot of these little agents which are the cars and and they go around and then see where is sort of the tipping point uh at what level can you have um the uh how much you can pollute while uh sort of charging the batteries if you have batteries in a car how much you can pollute them that way for it to be actually polluting less than that with all the you know combustion engine cars yeah but we like, should actually find out because there is for sure some kind of a uh, the general research on numbers on how much uh, an electric car is actually polluting if you consider electricity produced from different so sources so in finland for example there is a lot of nuclear power like with the new if and when the new power plant will gonna be on it's gonna be one third of nuclear for, for the whole finland yeah so if you charge your car with that electricity you're basically polluting zero because nuclear is not basically polluting if we're speaking about uh, fossil fuel so co2 emission that's yeah basically zero and uh, if if you do it with the renewable same thing but then again then you start to get into all these problems of now we need this much electricity if everybody has an electric car we need this electricity plus x amount and yeah. an electric car doesn't consume little energy you need several several megawatt like a, a like a six megawatt for a night or something like this for to charge a car with the normal 220 that you get from a house outlet so it's it's like running a sauna all night to charge a car for one day yeah, yeah. it's not a little energy so it's not only <laughs> of course we want to have these cars that technically consume less and they emit less but there is a infrastructure problem there is a energy how do we make all the new energy that we need problem without using of course fossil fuel so yeah i think one, one of god yeah yeah go go yeah one of the uh um, I, I i don't know problems but one of the things uh that has happened in the past 60 years is that sort of everyone and their you know mom has a car because uh when when oil was cheap and nobody really cared about uh sort of the um climate change and or or the pollution it sort of it was so cheap that everyone could just have it and then it became the status quo that everyone has a car and it's very easy to go 
from here to there because I have a car and I can use it. I don't have to care about anything. Uh, now that it sort of has become the status quo, it's very difficult for people who are used to that to downgrade from it. So for example, me as a person, it's it's not difficult at all because I live in a city where there is good public transportation and, and also I, I have never owned a car. I've never sort of gotten into the habit of, of you know, going one kilometer away from my house doing that by car because I have the car. Uh, because one kilometer is such a short distance that you can, you know, even even by walking you can do it in fifteen minutes. Um, but but since you're sort of gotten used to having a car, you will just go there by car. Um, and I think one of the big problems is that there are so many people in the world who don't necessarily need the car for anything. Uh, and even if there are people who actually need the car, who you know, for example, if you live far or you, you live in rural areas where you can't sort of use the, your, your life isn't as easy as in the city so that the shop is, you know, 100 meters that way uh, and you actually need to use a car, still there would be uh, lots of situations where you could actually just leave the car home and, you know, either go with your neighbor or your friends or actually walk or use a bike. So so I think one of the, one of the solutions to this problem of... Uh, cars polluting would be somehow to I have less cars <laughs> yeah i mean have less cars or or you know you because you know, i mean i don't know how how it would be what kind of incentive would it have to be or i don't know would it have to be like a would it be have to, should it be like punishable or you know should people start sort of buying these uh, i don't know tax returns or or, or i mean what what kind of solution to this problem would it be? But, but anyway, I think one one thing to do is to force people or or make it good for people to use cars a lot less and sort of make yeah. them actually use their own physical bodies because that's good for for the uh, health health of the people as well. So this is of course we should have a dedicated episode about. Uh city planning and public transportation and cars that's a whole different problem and that is yeah. the first of course you'll never want to get to the real issue of if we want to pollute less with cars the first is to have less cars that's the first solution and the easiest one then yeah so let's leave this for another time maybe when we can try to get someone that knows this also well and if we just focus on the car, is there is this um, something that I wanted to discuss is uh, the type of fuel you use. So we have electric cars and we have combustion engine cars. So electric cars, they basically they are two types plus the hybrids that are in between, but those are something that they are both at the same time. So let's just leave them out. So yeah. battery, battery powered, that those are the classic, most of the cars that are electric now are battery powered. All the Tesla and all the prototype from BMW and whatever, they all like this. And hybrid also, they are combustion engine plus battery cars. And that is kind of where it looks like it's going. But that one presents so much problem on the material side and uh, quantity and availability of materials 
that it's now fine because everybody thinks that there are so many electric cars, but there's basically nothing. They're like ridiculously small amount compared to the millions that you need to so, to change and produce. So basically there is no production now of batteries to ever change all the cars we have. There is no discussion there. We don't change all the cars to electric very fast. That's not gonna happen. The point is there also that beside the fact that we are not mining enough material or we there is not enough material that we can mine from for certain component of the batteries that are really critical materials and the recycling is really low. So that is a problem of itself. The other problem is that if we have all the resources that we need, so all the noble metal that we need is cobalt is one of those, they are mostly mined in a certain country that in this case is largely China. Also lithium is largely China, some South America, Australia, Canada a little bit. But for Europe, let's say, since we are living here, so Europe doesn't have any of those. So if you, the Europe, all Europe decides to move to battery powered cars, where do you get the battery from? That's a huge problem. Because do you buy the, the cars from uh, the cars, the batteries? You produce your own cars, but the batteries, they are produced basically all in China. Most of the production is in China at the moment. So the Chinese say they can decide, do I sell you the batteries or not? They can say, no, we keep them for our cars because we, this is the amount of battery we have. We want to produce our own cars first, and then you get them. Or you get them only if you produce your car in China. Uh, you know, there is this kind of, they have the knife on the side of the, where you hold it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if this works in English, but anyway. Yeah. Have the, mean, bar the bargain right in this sense. And yeah. In, in a business pr perspective, this is, this is really bad. Why would you do business? that is 100% reliant of someone else and you cannot get your own source of material that you 100% need. It's not that, okay, I need aluminum for some part of the car that you can get in so many different places, not only one. So it creates a huge issues of the companies working in Europe. They want to stay in Europe, of course. And uh, why should they produce electric? battery-powered cars if they don't have a reliable source of batteries. I mean, this same kind of problem is, I guess it's slightly easier currently, but the entire, I mean, the exact same problem is with oil or coal or gas. Uh, but I mean, Europe doesn't really produce any of those. Well, I guess maybe a little bit of coal, but not really any gas and not really any go uh, oil compared to United States, Russia, and uh, the Middle East. So, so there is the same problem, but here the problem is slightly easier to solve because there are, you know, three large producers. I don't actually know if if uh, there are any of these raw materials elsewhere in the same quantities as in China. But if there are, then I don't really see. I don't really see that kind of. I mean, there is still the problem, but it's not. It's nothing new. It's it's uh, just you know the old problem of 
who has the raw resources and and who has the capability of of refining them and you know then you enter the area of politics and economics and and you know you get this if if you you know do this for us and blah 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 yeah and it's also the fact that it's not only uh, who has the resources because those are concentrated but like maybe not all in the same place there are also somewhere else but just ramping up a mine it's gonna take 10 years so it's it's all also something that you have to think in 10 years it's all yeah. a discussion that is a little bit different than hey we have the best electric cars now here you go batteries go throw it there sell it to everybody that's it's not that the european car manufacturer don't have the technology they have it they have yeah. all pro this prototype they sell already some cars like that and it's not a problem it's 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 not a business decision that makes a lot of sense and also the fact that we have this combustion engine that we have been using for so long and they are so refined that the technology is so good at this point that why would you just stop using them just keep going with the research there have been a lot of uh, improvement in the last few years uh, on the this on the uh, how is it called not diesel like the gasoline so diesel yeah. is starting to slowly die down because that's really pollution heavy and the price is not that low anymore compared to the gasoline like it was before so now the yeah. gasoline engine they are having in the last years a lot of small improvements to, to change the way things are done to the huge saving like up to 40 percent even somehow with changing the way you ignite the, the gasoline that is must most of the problem is that when you ignite it you just waste so much of it that the efficiency is low but if you can burn more and more efficiently your your engine produce much higher mechanical force or mechanical energy out of the uh, gasoline and the chemical energy so you cannot really just say okay now we want only electric this is bullshit bye bye this is yeah. a huge step forward and get i mean it's, it's always hard to for the electric to keep up the combustion engine is not stopping so and the other thing that uh personally here coming back to finland is that all the huge uh, wood industry that is here they are kind of now changing a little bit the way of doing things because paper is not the main product anymore so there is the shift to try to use all the chemistry and all the knowledge from there to produce you know uh, fuels so that uh, Neste, the kind of oil company of finland they produced i don't know if it was a few years ago this new um basically gasoline this is this bio diesel whatever they call it that is almost 100 percent from bio waste so it technically doesn't use any resources that is not already there and we actually need to get rid of yeah and then you produce this uh gasoline that of course it emits co2 but uh it's the kind of co2 that was in the bio waste that if you just leave them somewhere exactly the same thing is going to happen and co2 is going to be produced anyway so it's kind of uh it's recycling the biomass 
Yeah, it's yeah. pollution. It's not an electric car, so it's still <coughs> producing too. But the way you do it is kind of it's not something that you should just say no, we don't want that because it's a way of getting rid of waste at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with your general sentiment that and I think this applies to everything in in life. You should <laughs> never just put all your eggs in some in the same basket. So. I don't, yeah. I don't think there's any reason for... Also, the one thing that this interesting is, in Finland, there are places that are really far away from everywhere. Do you want to have a, an electric car in the north of Finland, where the nearest city is 50 kilometers and it's minus 20 outside? <laughs> yeah. And also, if they pretty much the only way for you to recharge your car is to actually have a power generator which you fuel by with oil or or gasoline so, yeah <laughs> so that doesn't really make any sense yeah and so that is the kind of all this talking that is going on all the time that the electric cars they need to be done and this is the only way forward but we're missing the infrastructure we don't have the, the grids are not made to support this kind of loads to the grid like in the night everything is that every, everybody is attaching the car to the electricity and this is not how the grid is made and so there is needs a huge shift in the paradigm even how the grid is made for a massive scale electric car adoption is possible so the other thing that we can just put this so we have all the, the thing and it took so long to get there so we have batteries then we have this uh, biodiesel that are from waste, not make new plant to just cut them to make the biofuel. That's not really smart thing to do. And then you have all the hydrogen cars, so fuel cells. Put them all together and see which one should go where. Yeah, and um, why not still keep some combination? For example, I mean, if it's not um if it's not technologically inferior to have a hybrid car uh that sort of uses these some combination of these then i don't see why any reason why there shouldn't be that kind of cars for example if you have a car which you use in mostly in the city but there is a chance that you will go to some rural rural areas where you don't have access to every 20 kilometers or every 10 kilometers you don't have an access to charging uh, station then you can just have a tank full of gas or you know a canister of gas with you uh, gasoline and then sort of if if you uh, start running out of power or electricity instead of having lots of extra batteries you can just you know use the gasoline and if the gasoline has been sort of or, or whatever the power source is if it has been produced in 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 a, such a way that is as uh, little polluting as possible, then I don't see even in the future. I don't see any reason why not to do it. I mean, just just try to refine all of these technologies to pollute less. I don't see any reason why any of them should be just thrown away because you know it pollutes now. I guess that's my my uh, view on the thing. Yeah, and the. To me, it's very interesting the fact that basically we are shifting from a fuel-based uh, moving vehicle to a battery 
powered vehicle that you cannot quickly recharge and has a lot of drawbacks in many other situations. So it's, of course, I know why it's the hydrogen powered uh, fuel cell vehicles are not taking off and they are not really getting the, the buzz yet. It's because, of course, the cost is so much higher because you need platinum as a catalyst in the reaction and everything. So that is something that really needs to be solved and it's a technology problem at that point. So when that is maybe solved, when the platinum maybe is not there anymore, then it could start to move to the direction that maybe uh, hydrogen is, uh, I mean, it's hydrogen and air and water comes out. There is, it's the least pollution based thing ever. This is like the cleanest way of producing energy basically at the moment with the technology we have because uh, hydrogen, you can produce it with uh, renewable energies. If you like in the, when you don't need the energy, you just produce hydrogen and the energy is free because it's renewable. That's a free, everything, nothing is free. Everything has a certain pollution uh, to build at least. And, and from there, you can just, the solar power maybe on the Sunday is producing a lot and nobody needs electricity on the Sunday. So you produce hydrogen or you have wind blowing in the night, you produce hydrogen and all these kind of things. Yeah. And then, and also this is a fuel thing. So achieve five minutes, you no, five minutes, let's say 30 seconds, one minute, you charge your car and you can have this also in the remote areas. So it's a much smarter way to change from gasoline to hydrogen. If you think about the infrastructure we have or compared to battery powered, that is extremely good in a city. Like also, yeah, if we want to go, go to a slightly, uh, how should I call it? Um, futuristic idea or science fiction idea then then and this is related to sort of this re reducing the number of people who actually use cars uh i i guess in the future it could be conceivable i mean if we don't have any sort of cataclysmic uh events in the nearby future in nearby future i mean 20 years 30 years so if we don't have like world war three or or you know horrible Horrible, horrible catastrophes that destroy lots of infra infrastructure all around <laughs> yeah. the world. Then, in that case, part of this problem might be, and I would even go as far as to say, will be solved by uh, by people of of that age because of how they live. Um, because more and it, it seems currently, it seems that more and more people will be living in cities, so in in densely populated areas. Uh, more and more, uh, I mean, currently, at least in Finland, many of the people who turn 18, uh, less and less of them are actually, um, less and less of them actually have a driving license because they don't feel the need for it. And why they, why should they? Because they live in cities mostly and in cities, they sort of it, actually using a car is, is more cumbersome than, than walking or biking or using a public transportation. And overall, the sort of way people do things, uh, you know, people are nowadays, they spend quite a lot of time in the internet, 
you know, staying home and actually enjoying things uh, across the internet, like even even having social gatherings, you know, like we nerds do, yeah. uh, play games or or you you meet playing games, yeah, yeah. yeah or, or overall, I, I think that's going to I can imagine changing to other fields of of entertainment, not necessarily yet because there's no, you know. But maybe at some point when uh, VR technology, if it ever becomes sort of household technology and so on, all these kind of scientific, science fiction ideas, when you start to combine them and, and think about them, uh, they all sort of bring less reasons for people to actually use cars for anything. You know, normal, normal uh, lay people. I, I mean, obviously, cars have lots of use for pro, um, like different professions and and overall moving you know physical things but for actually normal people who live in in densely populated areas and who spend a lot of time just in in one small or, or you know in a, inside a small area then there's no reason for anyone to actually use a car and yeah, so for most of the services near you and the shops and all these things you yeah take yeah. a public transport or yeah so we go back to the beginning so the less cars is gonna be the idea and we've just been rambling for all this time just speaking about the earth this and this and that of course we don't know what is gonna really happen and just this was just to to see what could happen like what yeah. what, what is it going on now and yeah just the, the thing is that I, i've been thinking too much now i'm gonna shut up and <laughs> we can keep maybe a short episode because yeah uh, let's do it yeah uh it's don't believe of everything that is being said. It's like electric cars, they are going to be here in 20 years. Everybody is going to have one and they are going to drive themselves done. That's not going to happen. It's going to be so much more difficult and it's going to be so much of geopolitical decision involved also. And it's not only a technology problem, it's a economy problem. It's a changing the habit problem and all these kind of things that don't go like Go buy an electric car, you save the world. That's absolutely not how it works. <laughs> also, which electric cars you buy, that's going to be really important. I personally really would like to see more of the hydrogen technology because I think it's cool. But yeah. I don't really have an opinion on that. I would, my, well, my opinion is that less cars. Yes, that, that's for sure. That's the first one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we managed to do a short episode. Hooray, hooray. Yeah. <laughs> this has never happened before. Yeah, exactly. We just keep speaking like idiots. Okay, so we stop now. Do not continue too much. If you got this far, hey, let's do the hashtag again. Hashtag uh, le less cars. Yeah, hashtag less cars. <laughs> we didn't get anything in the previous episodes, so I'm not hopeful, but <laughs> Come to, to Twitter at STG underscore podcast and hashtag less cars. We know that you got this far. And yeah. I don't know. If you like the episode, maybe share it around. Maybe some of it. We'll enjoy also. And this is hopefully someone gets some good ideas. And now with closing this, have a good evening, night, mon morning, day whenever you listen to this. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.